Hey, everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is Iconis Hot Shots for our Patreons. Wow, we're just going to do, we haven't done this in a while. So we're back with season two of the Iconis, um, the Iconis podcast. And now we're doing Iconis mm. Hot Shots. We, hot shots. We don't do hot enough shot. of these, and we're going to do a lot more. I promise you this. So, thank you all for being subscribing to the channel and supporting mm -hmm. the Iconist podcast, Iconist Hot Shots. You know, myself, Barry 3D. Thank you. On my side, as always, DJ Rod C. Hey, that's me. What's up, DJ people? Rod C. And we're going to get down to the meat and potatoes of it. Here we go. Mm. Generally speaking, when we're talking about nerd culture and all this stuff, there, we go down memory lane. And the times we go down memory lane, you remember certain things. For me, it's the toy figures. It's the action figures. It, it, it's the old school. I'm an old school guy. So I, there, when I was coming up, there was no apps. You, you know, you couldn't play an app of Tomb Raider. You couldn't play an app of Hitman on your phone. You had to go out to the, to the stores and get the toy figures. And then you had yep. to let your imagination go or beg mom and dad to shell out a little bit more money to get that cool play set. Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Play sets that come to mind that stand out. I mean, first and foremost, uh, I think yeah. it's up there. I'm not sure which one is a little bit more popular. This is just a general discussion. Is the G.I. Joe USS flag. If you knew somebody with the the, that, the, 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 the aircraft Ooh. carrier, it Ooh. was six feet. Six feet! It can hold a Sky Striker on it along with multiple figures on different levels. That there That's was the ultimate play yeah. set. Yeah. Resistance. That was the that was the big thing. That was that, GI Joe. You, you brought a good point. If someone had the flagship, yeah, yo, that was nice. Uh, listen, even even that, um, we can talk about. Well, we'll go with that. We can go to Transformers. These are two, these are two iconic um, flagships that every you can you would always find at least every every person who was into comics and you know anime cartoons and stuff like that. If they had a chance to have at least one toy, it was either a G.I. Joe or a Transformer. Right. Especially back in the days. That's 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 what you came off. I remember well, I had an Optimus Prime and like you go. If, if your friend had a USS flag, you were at his house all the time. You made oh. sure your homework was done. You made sure your what? chores were done. And then yeah. every time your parents say, You coming over, it's like, no, I'm going down to Philip's house. And he's he and, and you would just be there for hours in awe. In awe, just in awe. playing with this huge thing that took up a majority of his room. It was probably bigger than the bed. So the USS flag. And <laughs> and that's what to me it, it brings back a good feeling. And I think that was I mean, they've done other play sets, G.I. Joe, mm -hmm. but right. the flag will always be the number the one playset, even better than the G.I. Joe base, the number one playset out of that, you know, line of toys for, for G.I. Joe, when yeah. he got strung down to six, six, three quarter and a half inches or whatever. Right. So, you know, shrinkage, it happens. But <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, the flag. And, and got me thinking, right? What other, what other, like you, you mentioned Transformers, right? Right, yeah. And I'm with you. And with Transformers, you had Optimus Prime. And Optimus Prime had the trailer. And people always wonder where the trailer went when yeah. he changed the cartoon. They've explained yeah. it on different YouTube you know, theories. Yep. That, that was my thing. I think it only came out recently. And even then, it still pales in comparison. Uh, the main piece missing from Transformers was the arc. Facts. Facts. Did they ever have... They never had a full arc. Did they no. ever have a, a, a like a section 
of it. I can't they, recall they, so what they did at one point was like a kind of a cardboard backdrop. Right. Yes, that they that's did. I'm like, original of that. That's why I think I remember like a section off of it. Right. Okay. Yeah, but it was made out of cardboard. So you know, once mm-hmm. again, overuse that thing's gonna fall apart. It's not gonna yeah. stand the test of time as the the U.S. flag, flag was. Flag. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Th- that's why I say. GI, I mean, Transformers, you, you made the arc. All you had to do was do a room with Teletram 1, something spins, right. and, you know, a medical bay and maybe a little weapons locker and a place that can drive in and drive out, roll out. They missed the mark on that. That That's yeah. the, that's to be. But, but again, it's kind of hard because the Transformers were various heights. So, correct. Correct. And I, and I can see, I can see why maybe, maybe they had the thought on the table, yeah. but someone would actually come and say, well, you got Optimus who is this high. Then you got Bumblebee, and if that person, if the if the child only had the opportunity to have maybe see the three inch version, like it's too, the, you know, the ratio is too diverse, so we can't yeah. make something specifically for all both sides. And it's like you're absolutely correct. That's a that was a miss mark, but guaranteed, if Hasbro had put in mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that, yeah. That would definitely be one of those landmarks type of uh, toys that will be in collectors, like collectors rooms, just like. As a collector, you'd be chasing that down if you didn't have it. Clean, 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 clean that dust off of that and chasing that for now. Like, what? You have the arc? Yeah, right. I'll give you, I'll give you life for it. <laughs> I'll die two seconds after, but take my life. Take my life. Right. So that, that's one is, is I really believe and this was like a kind of a hit and miss. So maybe it's a hit and miss conversation. So yeah. Transformers, sorry, Transformers, it was a miss. G.I. Joe, it was a hit. Now, yeah. being older, we're a little bit older. We've had different playsets. And I've seen them kind of devolve in time to a certain mm-hmm. degree. And, and maybe that's the way the times are. You know, now the playsets are really coveted by collectors as opposed to kids getting that's, them. Right? Yeah. You know, back in the day, you saw Star Wars. Kenner came out with mm-hmm. all the figures, and then yes. Kenner came out with the Millennium Falcon, and everyone was like, yes. must have, and if I don't uh, have it, uh, I need to find a friend that has it. It was almost exactly. like during the summer, you got to find a friend that had a pool, a friend that had the, the flag, a friend that had the Falcon, right. and you were mm-hmm. out there. That that was your summer. That, how was that your was summer it. vacation? You want to break 500 yeah. words on that? Watch me. You know, yeah. hold my juice box. I'm good. Hold my, hold my Perrette sip sack, my 10-set sip sack that I got from Perrette <laughs> Corner I'm Store. For those all my Perrette. Get my freezy. I'm good to go. Get my freezy, oh. right? That that would be it. So going back, I, I always think that a, a toy line should at least have one staple piece. Doesn't have to come out right away, but Correct. one staple piece. And if it has more, great. Now, due to you know the demand, pricing, plastic, because mm-hmm. of the oil crisis back in the day and, and prices of oil going up, it was more costly to make some of these bigger places this is why gi joe went from a 12 inch doll to a three-quarter uh yeah. size right and it was a whole team instead of you know gi joe himself with a big scruffy beard uh and his stuff like if you look at the original 12 inch doll now keep in mind mm-hmm. this is 12 inches yeah he had a jeep that was fully detailed that he could sit in drive i remember seeing that he had a helicopter mm-hmm he had uh uh it was almost like a kite so it was like a double feature kind of thing it was like, it was it was a it was a glider but it was a nice big yellow thing so the top was shaped like a traditional kite and then the piece would connect underneath it that had a chair that he could sit in there and you could go mm-hmm. to the park and you can literally you could really fly it like a kite 
G.I. Joe will be 30, 40 feet up in the air, and you can still do stuff like a kite with him up there. And still, yep. so it, was, it was an interactive imagination thing going on. You know, I had that one was a kid. I had, there was another one, like a swamp vehicle he had that came with okay. a manta ray. Okay. Okay. So these, once again, G.I. Joe, small, big, had cool accessories, play sets. And even though it wasn't a play set, he had pieces, right? And I, and that's what's always stood out to me. So the reason that kind of sparked this conversation is because Mattel came out with a special edition for Comic-Con, and it was a limited yeah. run they had going on. And I said, I saw it, and I, it clicked into me, and I had to get it. So mm. I'll do some proper pictures later on and, and put it up on our Instagram page. But it's called Back in Action, yeah. and it comes with three figures. Even though they're they're shrunk down modern day, but it's still the memories, right? Of Big Jim, mm -hmm. Pulsar, right? The Ultimate Man and Major Matt Mason. So, it, it, and these things come individually wrapped. I, I you know I took them out the case just to right. look at them, and I was so it brought me back. Like th there was a couple of misses. So Major Matt Mason. I like the details. I like everything. He's got his, his, his astronaut uniform on. I wish mm -hmm. they gave him an astronaut helmet. Right? Okay. I mean, if you're an astronaut, okay. should have an astronaut helmet. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm not hating on it because clearly I bought it and I'm still very happy. You know? Pulsar. The ultimate man. <laughs> the ultimate man of adventure. Pulsar. Mm. Pulsar with a... And you remember you used to push a button on the back and, and his chest, you would see his lungs inflate, deflate, the blood would pump through his chest and all that, and he actually came with uh, a table that would fix him, right? Or you could monitor him, and it was just, a, had a little slidey you know, piece for the original 12-inch figure. I think he was 12 inches, if not, he was close to it when he first came out. Hmm. So that was it. But the, this one always got to me. This is Big Jim. Well, he's not so big now, but this is Big Jim back in action. And he's the leader you know, he was a leader of the Big Jim's pack, which was had a whole acronym. The cool thing about this is, and this box, they still put, and it's hard to see because I have my ring light on here. So they still, you know, they still went with the original art that was done by Jack Kirby that used to be nice. on the uh, original box. Nice. When it first, let me get my figure here, where it first came out. Mm -hmm. So that's Jack Kirby art right there. That's bringing me back. Big Jim was a little bit smaller than G.I. Joe's. So it wasn't a full 12 inches. He had a lot of interactive. He had different clothes you could put onto him. He had a full team that would join him. You know, he had uh, his Corvette. He had uh, a, a van, uh, you know, that was all in black that was very similar to, or no, it was brown. Sorry, it was brown. He had a black one and a brown one that was very similar to the Evil Knievel one, which I'll mention in a minute. Right. But the staple for Big Jim for me was his plane. It was a carrying case. I think it was Eagle One or something like that. It was it was a big carrying case. And then when you'd open it, it open it in half. And then the back half would have the tail of the plane. And the right. front half would actually have the cockpit that you would swing out. And you would be able to put the chair in there. You could put it up on a high up on a table. And then a crane would come up from the side. And it would almost, you pretend that the, the plane could hover. And then it would roll down this crane to pick up anything, like a person that was lying down, or if it was a basket, you need someone standing up. It had a lot of interactive pieces. So it was a place in itself. I, it was my favorite piece. Right. You know, I got Big Jim, and as soon as I got Big Jim, that action figure, I always wanted it. And I went, I remember my parents were, I couldn't find it here in Canada. 
every Labor Day weekend, my parents would go up to New York to visit family. I would go, obviously. And I said, I'm looking for this thing because if you can't find it in Montreal, you can definitely find it in New York. And let me tell you, I found it in New York. in some little thrift store kind of thing. The whole thing was there complete. I'm like, look at this. I was like, dad. He's like, all right, this is what you came for. Boom. You know, and and went back and I had this thing. It was like huge going across the border. <laughs> eight hour drive. He's like, you're holding it. I'm like, no problem. No one else is touching this. <laughs> I went this far. And, and, yeah. So, get your hands off. Get your hands off. Please. I don't care if you border security. <laughs> we, 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 it, it, it's about to go down. Down. Don't, right. So this is what brings back those memories. And nice. I would still love to get the original set. I mean, even though they came up with this new toy line, and I know Mattel did this as a specialty line figure, mm. I would still like them to see them do the plain set, you know, size appropriate for these new ones. I right. would buy it just to have the okay. backdrop to say one goes with the other. Like I'm so well, I'm I'm so bad. I should have bought two. I only bought one. I should have bought two of these things before they sold out. Mm. One to keep closed, one to open, and especially if they turn around and come up with a playset. Missed right. opportunities. Nah, nah, you will find it. It's out there. Don't worry. Well, it's they haven't made there. it yet. I know I want to get the original one, right? But they haven't made mm-hmm. it yet. But we all know this is the stuff that. It, you you have to have the figure, you have to have the villain, and right. you need either the vehicle that's going to stand out or the playset. One, one of the two, right? If you got both, amazing. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I, I said I can go on for this for days, man. I mean, and and Mattel for me, that was my company because they mm-hmm, came up with the mm-hmm. evil Knievel action figure with his van. That had a trailer that would bring along his motorcycles, and then part of the panel would slide out, and it was fully interactive with a toolbox, the ramp. You know, you could make him jump over his own van. Come on, man. Memories, guy. Memories, memories. Listen, like you were talking about the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. I, I basically, I had the, like I said, I had Transformers, but on Star Wars, I had the uh, Death, uh, Darth Vader's Tie Fighter. Right. So yes. I remember having having that, and again. You know, it was all, you know, it had the ability to hit a certain button, whatever case to be. And then the wings can just, you know, pop off. Yes, pop off, I remember that. Pop off. I remember yeah. you had that. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that was, that was my thing. Yeah. What else? <laughs> and you guys start, you know, trying to like, I can't turn him over as he flies around in some circle because he lost a wing. But <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. So listen, I understand completely the, the connection that, one would have with these toys like having these action figures brings uh it opens up a a door of excitement a door of adventure that anyone when we're growing up would play with and like i'm saying like even right now we will we're having good memories on these toy figures that again this the business on that aspect you go and see listen i went to uh fan expo here in Toronto 2022 yeah. It was crazy when I'm going down in the different aisles and you're seeing all the toys, all the action figures, seeing the big individuals like, hmm, how much is for that? And and, and it's not like, like ah, I just did. No, people were focused and serious about all these different items. Like, it was it was a it was a great joy. I was like, <laughs> you know, that kind of scenario. It was it was a wonderful thing. So listen. 
if you are interested in that type of realm, please go find your local comic store. Find a store that is selling these type of items. Yes. Find some, if you have an you know, if you have a character that you you love, I'm just saying you remember from back then. Back then is perfect, but even now you have a character that you you watch and you you read up, you watch and anything like that. And there's a there's an action figure, there's a toy figure for it. Complete your complete your your joyous connection to it. I'm just don't saying. Don't let the money hold you back, man. Don't miss out yeah. on the opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember if I have it packed away. I got to double check. I think I got it. Uh, it's been a while since I pulled it out. It, so Justice League Unlimited. The, okay. The, those toys that came out, right? Just like the, the they're done the same way as the art style of the cartoon. And right. I like them. And then, of course, they expanded the line. And I found I, there's one figure that I wanted for a while because I just love this character. And I found him at, at a comic book store here in Hamilton. And that's my boy, Orion of the New Gods. As soon as I walked in, I'm like, have to have it. Have to have it. I missed out the original time. Have to have it. So I went and picked this up. Why it brought me back that for their toy line, they came up with the Justice League satellite, their, their, their orbital base right. as a place. Right, right, right. 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 Brian actually still has it. I think Brian's got two. Right. My brother, right. he's got two and he's got them both in the box. He opened one and he left the other one sealed in the box. Never used, never touched all the pieces, stickers, everything. Like it's never been opened. The right. box is in pristine condition. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that, that was, that's what I'm talking about. Play sets. I go back. I mentioned evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. Big Jim, I was talking about G, the original GI Joe, the 12 inch figure. Those are the playsets that really, you know, made the toy line. And for myself, why it's, it's so important on the playset is because when coming growing up, we were watching stuff like uh, Stingray, Thunderbirds, mm-hmm. you know, Captain Scarlet, and they were puppets. But the right. puppets were inside, you know, their 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 backdrops scaled mm-hmm. the size of the puppet. Right, be it from regardless of the machine they were in. So if they were driving, flying, whatever, and they had different sizes, but you'd always see the puppets inside, you know, Fireball XL, XL5, you know, and okay. Yep. It was done to size. To me, it yep. was like, it's like the equivalent of watching a 3D animated cartoon when it first came Facts. out. Facts. Right. Facts. Back then, it was, yep. oh, I want that toy and the playset to interact mm-hmm. with. That, that was a joy. Don't get enough of that now. That and I, I don't know why, but I find that's a shame. You know, I'm not saying everyone had a a, a, a big hit, but like if you look back at the original Star Trek episodes with Captain mm-hmm. Kirk, Spock, and all that, they right. had a place that there was a carrying case and it would open three ways. And I know yep. the two of my buddies had that. Um, there are two brothers, Tom and Stevie, and they had that place that that you go there and you could spin it so it almost looked like it's teleporting down with a teleporter and all that. Once again, well done, made out of vinyl, good sturdy material, carrying case that was light. These these are the pieces I think that every toy line should always think what is going to be the staple that everyone's going to buy and interact. Right. I mean, we know the right. famous one of, you know, Captain uh, Cap, uh, Castle Grayskull. I was about to say, you can go with He-Man and then and, and Castle Grayskull. That was a famous staple that everybody uh, idolized. People did pick up. I mean, that was a that was a good flagship for Mattel at at that time, and it definitely helped carry on the the, the foundation for He-Man toy line, you know, going on because you actually had 
a place where you can actually say, well, the defender, the protector, the, the savior of Castle Grayskull, well, if he's a savior, let's get him a Castle Grayskull and have it there. Yeah. It, it was, it was a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to have. So, Followed by Snake Mountain, right? So these, these are the staples. Come on. You had one, you had the other. You had both. You, you were the most popular kid on the block. You were, you were, you were, you were commanding people. You, right. No, you, you is basically, you're just turning, you, you're basically inside and one of your friends was like a bouncer, like, no, you can come. Okay. You can come in. Yeah. All right. You're good. Picture come Bart on, Simpson and, and Millhouse. Millhouse is working the door. It's like you in the back. You can come in. Uh, Nelson, you can come in. You know, Martin, sorry. You got to keep on waiting. What's that, Martin? You got a collector's edition of, all right. He's got a collector's edition. He can come right. in. He can come in. Let him in. Let him in. Maybe, right. Maybe, you, you had to. Country. You know, the, the staples that were there and, and now with 3D printers, people are going about and making it, doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I said some of them hit, man. So I said, G.I. Joe hit. Star Wars hit. Transformers, eee, you missed it. You know why? Because I look at GoBots and GoBots had their command center one that would yep. hold the figures, fly around, then stand up, mm-hmm. open up, and they would have it. So GoBots. Yeah, they picked up. They picked up on that. They picked they, up. On they that. had it. It's like that. That's what I think was missing from Transformers, in my opinion. It was I, I wanted a staple. I wanted, I wanted the arc, I, right? Something along those lines. And I mean, I, I know they came up with it now. Yeah, but they had to make a smaller Optimus Prime to make it size appropriate, you know. And it's nice, and they make the arc transformer, and it's nice. But I wanted at least something, right? Even Robotech came out with their command center for the SDF. Which is a piece that I'm missing from my collection because I have the rest of the Robotech stuff, you know, Rick Hunter's, Veritech, and you know, Byroids, and uh, you know, the the, yeah, Britai's pods. I got them. I got they're packed away. I got them, but I don't have that. So I, 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 you know, and I think one of the toys I remember the most, and I'll let you go after Rod. One of the toys I, I, I remember the most, believe it or not, was Fisher Price. Okay. Fisher Price had, you know, when, when it's coming out the toy figures and all that, they didn't have a lot of points of articulation, right? You can just move mm-hmm. the arms, move the legs. One arm's, you know, one arm's always kind of bent or one leg's always bent, one the other leg straight, kind of put him in action pose. It was Fisher Price that first came out with that, that three quarter size action figure. And then Kenner looked at it and went, huh, we can copy them, save yeah. money. And put out the Star Wars figures because Fisher Price is flying off the shelf. Now, if you're thinking Fisher Price, where they had the figures that were just round in the head, where you had like the Fisher Price castle for a younger age, those were fun. I had that when I was younger. But then they got a little bit more detailed. Mm. And you had, you know, one of my favorite toys was the space one because I always like space travel, a sci fi guy. And it was called the Alpha Probe, which was a mini space shuttle that came with two figures. They would fit inside. Um, it had sound effects on it. I remember I got it for Christmas. It was, that was it. I was like, ah! So the Alpha Pro by Fisher Price to me was that. And then he did a whole space line around those figures. Even before that, you had a, a rescue helicopter. And that's the thing with Fisher Price. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Now you're looking at it, right? Right? Yeah. You're looking at it. So Fisher Price had a whole line, not just them. They, I had a. I was a huge Fisher Price. I was, I was the poster boy for Fisher Price on my blog. You were. 
Yeah, you you were. You remember that, right? You were uh, looking yeah. at Toy Story. I'm looking at this. I'm like, like, oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. The Jungle Safari set, which was the family of four with the jeep, and it had the the trailer in the back that would pop up as a tent, and it would also double as a carry case, not a carry case, but a, a trailer to bring around two cages. Mm-hmm. One had a lion, one had a giraffe. That's to show you how my memory is. Then there was the TV crew van, which came with a chubby guy, a skinny guy, and a black woman. And I was like, well, that's that's revolutionary at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a and it had a working camera, like there were a TV crew with scaffolding and everything that would fit into that van. And so I had that. Then there was the sports van, where it came with two guys, and that was the first time one of the figures could actually bend his knees. And that figure went on a motocross. So you had a motocross that came with it, came with a parachute, it came with a kayak, and it had a, a, a and the van was green with like some swirl design on the side, and and everyone could fit into the van, and you could play right. So mm-hmm. that then there was the um I don't know what that was called, but I know I think it was like the Sea Rescue or Sea Explorers. So it was a mm-hmm. man and a woman. They always did their their figures as male and female in right. pairs. And it, they came on a boat. The boat had little tiny wheels underneath the boat. So you wouldn't see it. So you could play with it on land. Right. But it came with a plastic dolphin that if you put in the water, it would like, act like a little squirt gun. The boat would float. They would have their own scuba gear. So you could play with it on land. It had another submergible um, diving piece on the back. So you could play with it on land, or right. you could take it into the bathtub. It would float. It wouldn't sink. It would float. You would put it in. Bloop. It would float. It was dual purpose. So those were my toys. And, and then, of course, there was the rescue chopper that came with mm. a black guy and a white guy and this white chopper that had a raft on it, and it had, like, grappling hooks underneath it with a trigger that you could – Hours and and not one of these figures had ever came with a gun, right? They never came with any kind of violent tendencies. It's not to say, oh, it's an action hero, or he's a villain. No, it was a stunt Adventure. pilot, yep. rescue this, uh, mm-hmm. TV crew, space exploration, adventure type of adventure yes. type of, of of products. Yeah, yes, I think it was called Adventure People. The whole line. Yeah, yeah, that exactly is. It was, it was called yeah, Adventure People. Good memory. Good memory. <laughs> gray matter still box. working so you read the box <laughs> i'm doing that all out, out of memory that's that's what i'm talking about so that toy line to me was like mm-hmm. fire and, it, it, and the thing is there was no there was no comic book to it right there was no cartoon to it right it, it just appealed you walked in you're like it's a full-out playset it's not you're just buying a figure and then you got to buy the the vehicle after it mm-hmm. was one and done Fisher Price said, here's the box. Here's the figures. Here's the accessories. Here's the vehicle. Thank you. Sweep on next. Right. <laughs> We're done. You know, beyond that, my only other line that I, I crave up to now, Micronauts. Mm-hmm. And we will go through this on our main channel one day, but Micronauts. That, that's, you, you, I, I still want uh, Galactic Defender, Space Glider, mm-hmm. and I need the Astral Station. Hmm. Which was in the comic book, all of them. Okay. So, yeah, that that's my two cents. What about you, Rod? What are you gonna say? What what things bring you back down memory lane? Listen, um, we're talking about let's say I can bring up Thundercats, like Thundercats, Voltron. Voltron was 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 the lions. That was that was one of my favorites. Uh, I remember having having one of the lions. Wasn't able to get all of them, but from a young age, I was able to get one lion. Uh, right. But but that was. That was uh, uh, again 
me having at least a part of it, having that, having Star Wars, um, Transformers, uh, I believe I had He Man. I definitely knew I had I had I had a He Man and um, uh, Battle Cat uh, combo. I had that. So I mean, these are these are the toys that definitely resonate with me. I had enough times. I had a lot of fun playing with these with these with these figures mm -hmm. having adventures just just taking it in and just realizing listen i could be just like disappear for like hours you, you, you just like you like the boy's still alive oh he's still alive All right, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. you want something to eat oh good okay all right, right. Cool. and that's it you, you don't have to worry about me after homework done and all that kind of thing gone if i was if i wasn't if I wasn't reading, I wasn't that. But most of the time, I was. That brought me that type of adventure. I can say, led me into reading like adventure, uh, you know, sci-fi books and and stuff like that. Because the imagination was there. You just mm -hmm. built off of that. So having these having these characters and having all these figurines, these figures, the action figures, you know, for adventures and anything like that was a good was a good staple. Like I I do remember playing with a lot of action figures when I was coming up and stuff along that line. So, yeah. Yes. Right on, man. I mean, come on. I mean, and, and, and last to put it off, it's like, and, and, and here's another one. Uh, Hot Wheels and Matchbox. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Hot Wheels. You see, the thing is, you wouldn't even, beautiful if you brought Hot Wheels because we have to step back and look at the all side bigger picture of it. Right. Hot Wheels is an action, is an action figure in that regard. The amount of time you can have fun with Hot Wheels and you're just like you know and then you get the tracks if i remember you had the tracks yes yes i had the tracks because there's a couple of things that stood out so i had the tracks and i i i, I liked the hot wheels mm -hmm. and then i got into matchbox because matchbox had more of the set so matchbox had this beige two level thing so it was a carry case but when you flip it open, it was a garage, and you could put your car at the top, and it would zigzag all the way down the bottom. I remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and it had like a garage to actually park them in there, like the, you know maintenance bay and a whole nine yards. So I was into the two of them, and you always wanted to find the funky, cool cars, right? You mean you oh. had your, of course, the realistic, classic-looking cars, and then you had the futuristic-looking ones. And uh, yeah. there was a particular couple of them that I would like. So for Matchbox, my favorite was always the fire truck. There was a fire mm. truck in there, and I, I just found it so futuristic looking. I'm like, yeah, and and there was a couple other cars that stood out for me. So, oh my god, yes, yes, yeah. Okay, you you let's suppose wait. If you see something right now, and you see a set, go and get the set. The wife will understand. The boyfriend will understand. The husband. It doesn't matter who your partner is; they will understand. Understand? You know, you can't put a price on happiness. But sometimes right. these figures will bring you just looking at them brings you back to good memories. And this is why I'm trying to recapture stuff from my own personal collection. So I can just sit there going, it's not so much the fact that I want to get it because it's worth X. You know, this, this to me is not what it's worth. It's what it brings back, you know, back in action is not what it's worth. It's not about what it will be worth to me one day. It'd be nice mm -hmm. if it is, but it's the memories that it brings back to me. It's it's a tangible memory. Oh, completely. Right? That I can hold on to and say, oh, yeah, I remember this, just like this conversation was. So yeah. that's that's my two cents there, Rod. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good two cents. And uh, thank you for allowing me to put my uh, cent and a half in there as well. <laughs> <laughs>
Cool. Well, on that note, hmm. once again, this has been Iconis Hot Shots. Hot Shots. Right. With yours, Barry 3D. Rod C. Right see. on. And remember, this whole world was created by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Thank you for supporting. And we will get people's names up at the end once people start jumping on here just to say mm-hmm. thank you as a support for the channel. And look for our other stuff that you would see online, be it YouTube or our podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. On that yep. note, peace. See ya. <laughs>